The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. I'm delighted to be joined now by comedian Al Murray, or as you might better know him, the pub landlord. He is going to be here in Dublin performing in Vicar Street on this coming Sunday, November the 13th. Al, you're very welcome to The Hard Shoulder. How are you? I'm very well, thanks. Yes, I'm very excited. I'm in a great mood because uh, the tour is ending and it's ending in Dublin. I mean, hallelujah. So, I mean, is it great to be back on tour post-COVID? Oh, yeah, it's been, it has been. It has been brilliant, actually. Um, uh, and although um, this time last year, so in the autumn of last year, they started opening theatres in the UK and um, there were some audiences where you just wanted to say to them, look, would you please calm down? It's just me. Like um, <laughs> you, you, you're overdoing it here, guys. It's just it's just me and my shtick because they were so excited. Some audiences were like crazy excited. You get to a theatre and you you've never seen so many security or backstage people or lights people or sound people because they're so excited about being back. And um, but yeah, it's been a brilliant year. It's been absolutely amazing. And I because I thought spring of last year, I thought we were never coming back. I thought it was over. I thought we were done. <laughs> In what way? You just thought well, that the, the, the money would have I, fallen out of it to that degree? Yeah, I thought the money would have fallen out of it. Places would have gone bankrupt. You know, all those things. I just sort of thought, well, this is never going to, you know, this is never going to work out. Um, it's it's over and you've had a good run and you're you're, you're lucky old man because you had fun and it's over now. That's how I felt. When you went back, I mean, as well as being kind of rowdy and rambunctious, did, did people forget <laughs> how to be in a crowd? Because other comedians said that to me, that not only were people like yes. lapping it up, but they were actually kind of talking yeah. a bit and they were he- they were having conversations yeah. with the person on stage. Yeah. There's, there's, been a, there's been a bit of that going on. Like, it's like they're watching telly and they're answering back <laughs> to the news. You know, when you have a politician on the news and you tell him he's talking crap, you know, it's that, it's that there's been a bit of that going on. Uh uh, and the theatres have also been saying, "Oh, you know, they they, they they've all forgotten how to behave themselves in when they're in a when they're in a bar together and all this sort of thing." So, so yeah, it has been a bit it has been a bit it has been a bit strange, hmm. but it, but it's it's the excitement of it, you know. You can't really fault it, really. You can't fault people for people for being excited about being out again. So you you I don't seem to get from you much sense of kind of concern over as a comedian being under kind of increased scrutiny because of the jokes you tell or any of that you sound like you're just still enthusiastic for getting no. out there I've never been worried about that I think I, I've been doing this act a long time I think I've carved my space out um, for myself and so I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm able to get away with my version of murder and, I, and I'm, I'm I, it, it isn't a thing that worries me because I'm well established if I was starting out I, I think I'd be wondering exactly what i can say and what i can do and what i can get away with but you you but you know that that might be that that it might be that what that means is you come up with clever ways of doing exactly that you know every every barrier that gets thrown up is, is should be regarded by a comic as a challenge rather than a sort of um rather than a depressing thing you know what i mean okay so you, you you're not necessarily kind of pity pitying of the younger generation no i think uh they're a threat. So anything that makes their lives more difficult <laughs> is a good thing. Yeah, you can sell more tickets. Exactly. Don't go. Don't go to those. Exactly. Um, listen, exactly. I, 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 I know we're here very much to talk about the tour, but I, I have yeah. to talk to you about the podcast as well because I'm a huge Ooh. fan of uh, ways of making you talk. Oh, uh, bless you. Yeah, Thank you. Absolutely love it. I mean, this you, you love it too. That I think yeah, that that yeah. that comes across. Like this is genuine passion for you, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And um. And I, you know, uh, it couldn't be, I couldn't be luckier, really. I, this, this, we were doing the podcast 
sort of had it ticking over before the pandemic. And it was kind of interesting. And then when the pandemic came, we complete James and I, James Holland and I completely threw ourselves into, into doing this. And the, and what's been so fantastic is I've learned so much in the last two years about the, about, about the second world war, which is this subject that was a big thing in my family that we used to talk about all the time. I feel like I've been doing this sort of master's degree, but the, the stuff I've been learning, the stuff about, you know, the, the, the just all the a, a myriad of different uh, like aspects to the subject that had just never occurred to me. And the sort of the, the, the sort of giant infinite onion that we're peeling. Give me an example. It's an amazing thing. Give me an example of one little thing, a kernel from oh, the Second World well, War. Well, I mean, um, uh, uh, well, for instance, the the the. Well, we had someone to talk about Irish Irish recruitment in the in in, in the Second mm. World War and where that fits in. And this, this amazing thing: if you were going home, if you were serving in the British forces, if you if you were going home, you left your uniform at a depot in um in Holyhead, right? Before yeah. you got on the ferry, and were given like a demob, like given a suit to wear to take with you to go home to Ireland. And then when you got back from Ireland. You'd put your uniform back on from this where a giant warehouse with everyone's uniforms in. I had no, I had no idea that that was going on. No, no not an inkling. And there's a story of a guy who he goes home and he and he sneaks home in his uniform. I think he puts an overcoat on and he's wearing. So he says, so he's, he walks up some street and he goes past the German embassy, you know, with its flag fluttering. Yeah. In and he's got the he's got the king's uniform under, underneath, and there's the German embassy. And he stood right outside it, thinking. What on earth is going on here? What a, what situation are we in here right now? This is just crazy. And just stories like that. And then like the really, I mean, at the other end of the scale, you got stuff like what was going on in China during the Second World War and the fact that, you know, the Japanese attack America in late 1941 because they've been at war in China for five years and it's not working out for them. And we think of it as like the start of something. But for them, it's basically their last roll of the dice, desperate roll of the dice. Yeah. And that's that. That you start reframing it, rethinking it, thinking it about it in a different way, and it turns into like an even bigger and more amazing subject. It, I and mean, one of the things I think yeah. in Britain, it get you know in Britain the way it gets taught. It's the Second World War, and we were on our own. And you think, well, if we were on your own, how is it a world war? You know, <laughs> we're talking about you know it involves everybody and literally everyone all over the world. So so anyway, I mean, I could I could I could talk about this forever as you know as a, as a listener to the podcast yeah i know listen I, it, ever and ever it's great uh we have ways of making you talk if people are wondering the name of it and the sister podcast as well the rest is history um oh, terrific podcast, as well it's great and i know you were on it last week talking about uh, monty yeah. and, and Patton. yeah as well yeah. i mean do you, do you get a sense that there is a renewed interest in modern european history because of yeah. what's happening in ukraine yeah, I think there is. And also, I also think the other thing with the Second World War that I think is happening now is it's long enough ago to actually sort of be dispassionate about. Yes. Um, uh, whereas, you know, when I grew up in the 70s and it was all, you know, surrounded by people who'd lived through it, I think it was, you know, that you couldn't tell them that where things had gone wrong and what they'd actually got right and 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 all that. And, you know, and anyway, I was 10, so what did I know? <laughs> but 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 now, now you can be a bit it looks like you we're able to be a bit more dispassionate about it and zoom away from it as a subject and talk about it like kind of any period of history a bit more. And I think that's that, that 
that brings extra awards with it as a subject. Yeah, it's interesting. You're, when you say that story, it reminds me of being on holidays in Lanzarote of all places and my dad reading a book <laughs> about some aspect of the Second World War and my mother having to tell him to put it down because yeah. there just happened to be loads of Germans in this resort yeah, yeah. of an age. Yeah. And she was like, look around you. Like these gentlemen yeah. absolutely fought in the Second World War. Put the book away. <laughs> 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 well, I remember sitting on a beach in Greece once, you know, reading a biography of Hitler with his face and my, my girlfriend at the time going, look, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> he sat there with his with his face staring at everyone in their um, swim in their bathing bathing costumes. You know? Yeah, your 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 holiday reads Ian Kershaw and Marion Keys. Um, listen, uh, it, <laughs> <laughs> that's it. <laughs> um, anyway, but but back to the gig. It is happening yeah. on Sunday the thirteenth. Ticketmaster.ie. Yes. If people yeah. want to find out uh, more, listen, Al. It's been an absolute pleasure. It's a total pleasure. Thanks very much for having me. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from 4 on News Talk.